0: in a world filled with FUDs, bigots, and ne'er-do-wells. Two alleged men will stand against tyranny to fight for your 2A rights. They'll have to race around the globe, win America's Got Talent, switch bodies with John Lovitz, and rescue handicapped orphans from a space shuttle disaster. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, a copy idiot Christopher Walken. You're talking to guy all wrong. Goofy, Hugh, Hugh, work That British actor everyone seems to love. Right Tuesday in it, and a bacon double cheeseburger. From the creators who brought you Serendipity and Howard the Duck Part Two, comes a story of love, hate, minor league badminton, Cajun food, and the triumph of the human spirit. Rob Sheffield of Rolling Stone magazine says, "What the f- did I just listen to? A better way to a." The podcast tonight, coming this summer, in theaters now, on DVD Tuesday. A hero will rise. (laughs) That's us! Huzzah!
1: Welcome everyone to the A Better Way to a podcast. We are your hosts, Jordan and Andrew, and that was Josh. You might recognize him from our SHOT show coverage which has yet to really come out so unless you were listening to one of our lives at the time of SHOT Show you wouldn't know who he was but that's him he's a very talented individual and he sent that completely unprovoked
2: (laughs) nobody asked for this nobody (laughs) asked
1: for it he just made it (laughs) oh man yeah we need more clips from him we have a couple but for some reason they won't load but uh yeah thanks for joining us we have a killer episode today like we do every time that we do an episode every time we get together. It's a little early actually I'm used to this being yeah. later at night. It's, yeah you know, this I'm is a this is a early daytime recording. Yeah the sun is shining on Andrew's cherubic face. <laughs> it's not true. You have a whole beard <laughs> whole beard. Anyway. Yeah but it's soft and sweet. It's soft the soft light soft natural glow of the sun illuminating your face In 280p.
2: Meanwhile, uh, Jordan is in the fucking basement still. I'm in a fucking cellar. But you got the Dizzler camera.
1: I got the Dizzler camera going on right now. You can see my face. Nobody, nobody listening to this can see my face. But I don't know. Maybe we'll release this on the YouTube. We'll see. Yeah. Um, But to paint a picture for you, sitting in the back corner of my basement with a weaponized flag behind me and a black curtain. To my right, there is a door to the outside. I look like I'm in an ISIS video. It's really not flattering at all. (laughs) But thankfully, my wife loves me and allows me to do this.
2: (laughs) Even if it's in the basement. Yes, we both have permission from our wives to do this podcast, just in case anybody was wondering.
1: So, uh, during this episode, we're going to be talking about a few things. We're going to be talking about a few things here and there. Uh, one of the things that we wanted to talk about
2: first. Uh, yeah, let's not let's not give them the uh, table of contents. Let's just. Roll yeah, down I don't know where it. I was going with that. <laughs> I want to talk about the uh, anti-militia bill.
1: Yeah, so these goofballs, Ed Markey, uh, he's a senator from Massachusetts, and Jamie Raskin from Maryland, they introduced this bill, which would essentially put a federal ban on what they call militia activity. So, just to catch everybody up. There are state laws forbidding, quote unquote, militia activity and what they define as malicious activity. It's essentially uh, people who are policing on their own, people who are plotting to take over the government. Um, There are there are plenty of things that these that these go into banning and, and talking about that really don't. Happening. It's pretty much to stop private citizens from engaging in activities reserved for government agencies. Uh, even though these books, these laws are on the books, apparently that's not enough. And in pure, you gotta
2: go federal, boys.
1: Yeah, in in pure liberal fashion, we need to pass another law to make it illegal,
2: double illegal.
1: And and their their rationale behind this was because. because there's no federal law it allowed something like January 6th to happen even though that was illegal but it's another law that they want to put on the books it's another way to stomp on our rights and I'm trying not to say that in a way that makes me sound like a threeper but any of these laws where it looks to restrict our ability to train, our ability to organize and essentially do the things that we were doing a couple hundred years ago is is enough for me to be concerned.
2: Yeah. We want to gather and train. We want you guys to be able to gather and train. We don't want the government to have more excuses to find groups of, like, you know, uh, like vulnerable people who are just trying to protect themselves and put them in prison for something.
1: No, exactly. And, you know, the thing that i notice noticed with a lot of this stuff is that While it starts out while these typically start out by saying, yeah, we don't want people to engage in seditious behavior. That definition tends to jump around a bit, especially when the people who are writing the bills or trying to enforce them have no fucking clue what they're talking about. There are plenty of people, plenty of people. I have nobody uh, (laughs) that I can reference at this moment, but (laughs) we've seen these bills. Some say um, there are nine out of 10 dentists agree that people <laughs> have tried to pass these bills in the past before where they will use specific examples of like the stuff that we do at these at brutality matches, woodland brutality, handgun brutality, things like that, where we are running and gunning as examples of militia behavior. And those are the things that they want to ban. If you go to other countries, Germany, for example, Germany. It, it's it's illegal to run and shoot at the same time.
2: That's wild to me.
1: It's even so in, even fun. in
2: like sports shooting, like uh, like IPSC or whatever, like they, they don't let you run.
1: No, and if you're going that's, to do that, because
2: that's the soldier stuff. That's the well, one hundred stuff. <laughs> if you can run while you shoot, you're you're a danger to any country.
1: Yeah, well, most people who run and shoot are just a danger to themselves. But <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I know I probably am. But there's um. You know, it's one of those things coming from the guy who was in the Marines for six. Anyway, they don't teach. They don't teach us just, you know, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. But, um, you know, it's one of those things that it, it is. Everybody talks about the slippery slope fallacy. And I agree to an extent that saying, well, it's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope is kind of a cop out sometimes because. Not every law that has ever been passed is a slippery slope, but something like this where we have gun rights that are constantly under attack and are being accessed by marginalized groups of people at a rate higher than ever before. I think bills like this have a real potential of being used to harm people that are already being harmed uh like, like in in higher amounts, You've and got... I think it,
2: I think it's I think it's mega sus because like you know this malicious stuff's been going on since like the nineties at least, and I know that like January sixth was militia's like big... been going on for hundreds of years, brother. Well, I'm talking about like like right wing government militias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's 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 a fairly recent phenomenon, but but it has been going on for for you know a few decades. I don't know. Um, they had
1: this stuff like in. I'm sorry to cut you off. You're fine. World War II, the German American boon, they they had like summer camps for kids. To yeah, sure. Study Nazi shit, and they would do shooting and archery, and anyway. Yeah,
2: so it, but anyways, point being, it's not it's not new, you know. But and and I know like January sixth was very scary for 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 liberals who never think about having to actually protect themselves. But um, it is a little sus that that they they want to take this federal. They want to really codify this like you can't get out there and train in organizations specifically at a time where like like queer people are getting together and learning to shoot and like black people are getting le- together and like learning to shoot, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. It it just doesn't ring it doesn't ring true to me that they're really scared of right-wing militias because if that was the case then then they would have made this a priority a long time ago.
1: Yeah. And this is the thing, you know, it it does it talks about things that are obvious. You know, you don't want people to be able to interfere with government proceedings, which is ironic because that's essentially why we have the the Second Amendment. Um, But I think what they're talking about necessarily is
2: like voter intimidation, which is one of those things. They don't want they don't like the armed right wingers showing up in the in the court, in the in the, the state Senate or whatever, and like trying to intimidate lawmakers.
1: Which I get, you know, to an extent, we live in a society or whatever. Yeah, we do
2: we live in a society. We <laughs> do
1: live in a society. You can't just have people with guns showing up whenever they disagree with a bill that's going through. But in that regard, I see something like this is it, it also it names paramilitary contact uh, conduct, private paramilitary conduct. And this is one of those terms that I was saying can be used to kind of subjectively lump activities in. With that. Now, we see how polarized our country is. We see how hostile certain states are towards certain groups of people. This is something that will clearly be enforced at a different rate in conservative states than it will be in liberal states. And it's one of those things that, like you saying, you know, we've got marginalized groups of people, we've got queer folk we've got we've got black gun clubs as talked about in our previous episode uh with eddie coming to the forefront of gun culture and you've you've got these nimby liberals that are inadvertently harming the people that need the protection the most yeah fuck them fuck them but i don't know there's as far as i know nothing has really come of this yet they but it's just
2: it just shows that they're they're kind of scared of this idea of people outside of the police and military training and organizing oh, yeah. firearms. We yeah, and we I do don't that. and I don't trust that it's just like like hateful right wingers that they're scared of.
1: No. I well, this is the thing. I, I truly think that people like this, and I'm not saying everyone on the left I'm, by by any means. I'm not saying liberals. I know there are people listening to me right now that are saying liberals aren't left, but what I'm saying is These people who are in support of stronger gun control, stronger anti militia laws, what have you, I think most of them see somebody with a gun and they automatically think conservative, regardless of whether what what color that person is, what background that person has, sexuality, gender identity. I think they see somebody with a gun and they think conservative. And once you tell them that, no, this person is non-binary, you know, uh, Bernie Sanders supporting um, has trans friends and this is their gun club they have a hard time kind of reconciling with that and then as soon as that conversation's over they just go back into their their predisposed predisposed notions of gun owners it doesn't really change anything so i i think this is one of those things that is just not
2: no no i get what you're saying i get what you're saying it's like hey this is gonna be bad and people and, and you know it is it turns out we're right we're always right I'm always right. Listen to me. Make me your president.
1: Yeah. <laughs> My point is, is that they come out with bills like this in response to right wing violence, without considering that what else it could be applied to. Be
2: enforcing to. the law against non right wingers. Yeah. Imagine that.
1: Imagine that. I, you know, I think anything that gives the state more power than it had or in general, and takes power away from the people is not kosher. And that's generally my take on that. So anti-militia bill, these goobers from Massachusetts and Maryland eat an asshole, not in a good way. And uh, This
2: is not us apologizing for the Oath Keepers. Fuck those guys, too.
1: No, yeah, fuck those guys. But, dude, I remember when they were, I mean, maybe this was, more of an evolution well, of my I, beliefs, I th- but I, I remember just... when they were normal people, not normal, but like the three percenters. I
2: think, yeah,
1: I, I think remember thinking that was like a meme. And cool.
2: I, I think it was yeah, just maybe. before, I, before I think Trump. it was like, well, it was before Trump, but it was also like, you know, they 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 had a very limited kind of like publicly stated purpose right when they came on the scene, and it was like pretty pretty inoffensive. They're like, we want to make sure the cops don't harm citizens. I'm like, okay, based. And then but then anytime the keepers it, say that at once upon a time oh wow um but then it's like anytime any one of them talks about like their personal beliefs or what why they're doing what they're doing then it's like oh wait no these guys are just right wing goobers
1: yeah these oh they
2: bad. oh they're actually just protecting businesses from quote unquote looters
1: yeah cuz i know? think that was the oath uh f- protecting people from enemies foreign and domestic yeah I think they were mainly just anti government shills, but did not yeah, see the <laughs> did not see the hypocrisy in being anti government, quote unquote, and then supporting yeah. the cops mm-hmm. in blue line chip. Yeah, they're just regular goobers. But anyway, not people goober, that I would goober, personally goober. hang out with. Anyway, so on the topic of toxicity in the gun community, Timothy, one of our patrons, asked the question. Oh, yeah. This is a feature that you this get guy. by Yeah, Timothy. We like Tim. Uh, Ask the question. This is one of the features that you get by being a Patreon supporter. When we have episodes before the episode, we'll let you know what we're going to be talking about for the most part, or at least who we're going to be talking about or with. And you can submit questions to be asked on air. Uh, Tim asks, what's your reaction when people reshare your posts or stories with divisive and or hostile commentary? Everything from your critique of admin results response to the Gundy's article to Dixie Mauser, making counter memes to your sharing of his AK front sight tool meme. Well, uh, I don't know who Dixie Mauser is, and I probably remember this. I probably know it's who just,
2: this he's is. He's just a he's just a shitty. Meme I'm assuming
1: something. with a name like Dixie Mauser, we probably be yeah, right. <laughs> on some things.
2: He <laughs> um, feels feel certain ways about things.
1: Yeah, certain ways about black people,
2: but um, I I, yeah, I don't I mean know I who think it's, it's I think it's it's good because like yeah. You know, it's 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 if there's anybody in there in their uh, following that that is uncomfortable with the way they talk, but then they see your page, you know, you might get some crossover from there. And you like know, the worst me, thing that can happen is a bunch of shitlords see your page and like brigade you. But like, there's tools to deal with that. Well, and like I
1: said, there's you know something simple like only allowing people who follow the page to comment gets rid of ninety eight percent of dumb shit. People that yeah. actually, oh, you mean I actually have to commit and follow this and check back in a few hours to comment? Mm-hmm. I can't tell you the amount of people who will in the comments say, "Well, you turned off the comments," and I don't blame them for thinking that because they're not terminally on. Well, they are terminally. They're online, not sending. They're not best. running a page. <laughs> you know, and intimately familiar with the way Instagram works. But um, yeah, no, I would I would agree with Andrew. I I think that the overall reach of something shared even negatively like in a negative context uh is going to be beneficial you know people especially when you share something and and comment on it like a child or like uh like somebody yeah. who's clearly upset but doesn't want to,
2: trying, act to be like cool, they are. trying to be funny
1: yeah exactly i i think most people see that and are able <laughs> yeah. to decipher what what's going on in the background but
2: my favorite is yeah, the like. I, I'm not even mad about it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna share four posts back to back by this guy and make fun of him. Yeah, and
1: that to be fair, that's <laughs> happened with people on on the left and on the right with, with our stuff uh a few times. Yeah. But it's one of those things that I think for the most part, people are rational and reasonable. And the vocal minority of people who have a problem with stuff to the point of sharing it and making negative comments is is really only helping us in the long run.
2: Well, I think I think everybody benefits when you tell people exactly how you feel. You know?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... That's actually you know that's that's a really good thing to bring up because this is something that I wanted to make a post about and talk about. Um, I so we're in this weird spot right now in gun culture, and I, I I hesitate to say gun culture in general, but I think in like the niche micro celebrity world of gun culture, and when I say micro-celebrity, celebrity, I mean people like Admin and Lucas and whatnot. I'm not talking about us, but whereas we've been <laughs> open celebrities. about- Nano-celebrities. nano celebrities, <laughs> uh, We've been open about our beliefs since the beginning, but I think it's relatively new, and I mean in the last few years, where you have these bigger pages and companies coming out and saying uh, the quiet part out loud. And somebody brought up that they really hate that because, you know, all these companies that they've supported for so long are turning out to be shitty. And I'm actually a huge fan of it because while I think coming out and saying we're not for XYZ group, we don't want them to support us, we're here for ABC group, is divisive and can cause kind of like a like a intercommunal issues i think it's great because people are getting out ahead of their money and from a purely consumer standpoint people are finding it way easier to determine who they want to give their money to yeah based on those values so you know i have no problem with somebody saying "Uh, i don't like this group or that group because in my mind that group is now not going to have to deal with the
2: guilt of having bought something and supported that. Sure. Uh, And like, you know, to, to be fair, like, you know, full disclosure, if you've never seen us before, if you only listen to the podcast, we're two white dudes. Um, you know, so (laughs) we're two straight white dudes. Um, mostly anyways. Uh, so it's, (laughs) it's very easy for us to be, to, to kind of like weather that, that like that abuse. Yeah. But I will say, That is disheartening as it is to live in an environment where where bigots are emboldened to say publicly what they want to say. Just like Jordan is saying, there's also a lot of utility in being like, okay, well, now I know exactly where I stand with this person, with this company, with this group of people. Right. Yeah. So you won't find yourself in in private with with, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, board members of T-Rex arms and be like, oh, they're all quiverful Christians. Uh Oh, oopsies. My bad. Whoops. <clears throat> you know what I mean? like, And, and likewise, the people that kind of stand these pages, you know, you can kind of filter your, your social groups, too, where it's like, you know, OK, um, Lucas just cannot stop comparing queer people to pedophiles. Um, and so, you know that about him. And so now, you know, anybody that's like, you know, yeah, I love Lucas. Now, you know something about those people, too, that at the very least, um, they don't have a problem with that behavior.
1: To an extent, you know, I will say YouTube stuff is I don't watch Lucas on YouTube anymore. But when I did early in my early wee days of gun ownership, none of this stuff was prevalent there. So I don't know if it is now. But as far as I know, this is mostly his Twitter and his Instagram. I still have friends who are not terminally online like we are who watch videos of his and watch thumbs videos and things like that where they're completely oblivious to his. Politics or at least to the point of like not knowing the nuance, not knowing the ultra specific posts they make specifically targeting groups of people.
2: And do you think it would be the case if if they were more public and more um, open about their beliefs? Do you think that 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 would still be the case that they would watch in spite of that? Or do you think that they're only watching still because they're not like constantly seeing this weird messaging?
1: Well, you know, I think it depends on the person. Like I, I know two people off the top of my head who still watch those videos and are not really on Instagram, not really up on the the like micro communal issues that they're fostering and and kind of perpetuating on the social media side of things. And I know one of them would probably have a problem with it and the other one from an informational standpoint would probably still watch the guys because they like the content. Um so it's you know, I, I think people are nuanced people, people are people and are going to figure out where their line is where they're no longer willing to support somebody. And I think that line is different for everybody. But um yeah. They're you know, they're they're kinda they're kinda shitty. Unfortunately, it sucks because uh I used to watch Grantham videos all the time and uh you know, now now I can't stomach them anymore. But yeah. Yeah, so that was a long long-winded response to that question, Tim, but that's essentially, it. you know, if somebody who doesn't like what we do shares our stuff, then uh, you know, it's a it's a net positive in my experience because after yeah. the initial push of people or wave of people, if you even want to call it that, uh, get it out of their system, you know, that's just more exposure for us in the long run.
2: Yeah. It's very different from like one of these people going to like a like a safe space for for marginalized groups and like antagonizing them. They're posting this on their own page where they've already cultivated a following of of you know people that we don't want, and then you know there happens to be like people there that that do cross over at some point.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, hope that answers your question. Um, <laughs> this is wild. We, and I say wild, I don't mean that in a great way. Fucking wild. Aaron Bushnell. This just happened yesterday. Oh,
2: no, this guy.
1: So this was an active duty airman uh, in the U.S. Air Force who went to the Israeli embassy and lit himself on fire, who self-immolated in front of the Israeli embassy in D.C. And naturally... There are a range of beliefs regarding this incident. Anywhere from people mourning his loss to people writing him off as mentally ill and saying that he sacrificed himself for nothing. And it's one of these things that I find really interesting because I didn't know this, but there have been a ton of people who have lit themselves on fire over the course of history.
2: Yeah, it's a long tradition.
1: A lot of people. Like, more than like the it's, main it's ones. Not, that it's
2: not. It's not like a, a thing that mentally ill people do. It's like, um, well, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure maybe somebody. Who's there might be this, some overlap. Is, yeah, but but it's it's like you know, people of sound mind have done this as a as a way of of you know, it's it's like a brutal form of protest, but it it harms only themselves. Yeah. So instead of like firebombing an embassy, you go and, and burn yourself to prove your your dedication to this cause.
1: Exactly, and that's one of the things that really you know, ruffles my feathers about this whole situation is that if you watch the video of this guy and I haven't seen the unedited video, nor do I want to, but before he went and did this, he made a post on Facebook. I think it was where he was clearly of sound mind. He didn't sound, you know, it didn't sound like he was having delusions. And in the video where he's walking up to the embassy, he clearly states why he's doing it, what he plans to accomplish. And he sounds completely lucid. He doesn't sound like someone suffering from a mental illness who thinks that, that that this is going to fulfill some other desire of theirs. It's not a suicide. It doesn't sound like he hates life or anything like that. It sounds like a pure act of protest. And still, even when he's on fire, because the audio is still there, he says repeatedly, free Palestine. And I listened to it today, and it is man, it is rough. Like, yeah, it's it hard is, to listen to. It, it, I don't think you, I don't know how you mind- tell that somebody like that is mentally ill when even in the moment of holy shit, because they talk to people who you know have tried killing themselves and survived. Mainly, they had a, they had a documentary about this people jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge and surviving, and they say that majority of people. uh regret it almost instantly. And this was clearly yeah. not the case. He knew what was going to happen. He knew what he was going to say and he committed to it. And I think discrediting, trying to discredit him as by saying that he's some sort of mentally ill whack job, uh, really fails to consider the entire situation.
2: Right. Well, and, and, and why also, somebody would want to do that. If you look at his history too, you know, he's, he's an anarchist. Uh, he's got a, a long history of, uh, activism, um, you know, personal charity. Um, here, here in, in San Antonio, Texas, where I live, you know, cause he was stationed here for a while. Um, oh, really? So yeah. He did, he did on his own time, he did, uh, work, uh, I don't know the exact nature of it, but it was, um, you know, in support of like homeless people here.
1: Wow. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I know somebody commented on the post saying they knew him and kind of gave a bit of a testimonial as to who he was as a person, but, uh, Yeah, that's
2: it's Yeah, he's like a a cybersecurity guy in the Air Force.
1: Yeah. It's just wild to me. You know, this it's it's heartbreaking to me to see the footage from Palestine as somebody who doesn't live there, as somebody who knows nobody over there. I just see it as somebody who to be honest, as a dad, I see yeah, these. That's these, that's the
2: lens that I'm looking at it through, too. Oh, and my to, God. To see I... these, like, dads, like, holding their broken kids and, like, you know, the range of emotion from just, like, quiet acceptance to, like, complete denial, um, you know, you just, you see, you see, like, all these different ways that people can react to the horrible tragedy of, of you know, having to, you know, collect the remains of their children. Um, it's It's hard it's it's soul crushing
1: yeah and <laughs> that's why to see something like this and to see it immediately discredited or attempting to discredit it is it's it infuriates me because yeah. it just shows a complete lack of ability to view something from a an unbiased or la- i mean because i'm biased i know i'm biased i I, but recognizing that is important. And so many of these people are still on the, well, Hamas brought it upon themselves, and anyone over there is Hamas-trained. Like, it's it's absolutely wild yeah. to me. Whoa, the, the one yeah, of the, the fucking on the...
2: four-year-olds are uh, Hamas. Are... Over half the people dead are under the age of 18. I, I literally have heard people be like, well, they're just going to grow up to be terrorists anyways.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely wild. It's fucking wild, absolutely wild to me. Which is funny because then we'll go and commit atrocities, which actually do inspire kid people of a younger generation to yeah. to take out revenge on us. But well, they're, they're terrorists, and that, and even though they're acting yeah. in in response to what we did. Yeah, we're yeah. not terrorists for going over there in response to 9 11, even though the people of Iraq had nothing to do with it. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just, it's one of those things that, you know, I, I'm, I know I have shortcomings. I know I have blind spots when it comes to certain views and certain ideology, but I'm constantly trying to improve and I'm trying to be aware of where I need to work on. And it's just, it is not common. (laughs) Like, I don't know if I just give myself too much credit or if people are just, or people are just that's absolutely a lost in the sauce. Yeah. No. no yeah. Humble brag.
2: No, like no, I'll say that there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing in my life that, that I can think of right now that I feel so strongly about that I will go and set myself on fire. And like to see somebody of sound mind do that, you know, that that's like a testament to their, to their dedication, to this, to that, to that cause, you know?
1: Yeah. And I forget who said it, but one of the commenters on the post said that it is a way. Somebody asked, you know, why would you do something like this? It's stupid and pointless. And the person who responded said, well, he did this because it makes worldwide news and it harms no one but himself. And it's one of those things that, you know, not many, there are not many things you can do that do that. Regular protests, yeah, everyone exactly. there are a diamond dozen now, unfortunately. The world is so desensitized to people blocking the roads and marching with signs right. that well, but it's, it's, it almost it's the doesn't same, even matter.
2: It's in the same vein as any as any serious protest. Okay. So so you like you block the roads or you or you chain yourself to a tree, you're you're risking, you know, your freedom. You're you're gonna get arrested, right? You're doing a hunger strike, you're sacrificing your health and your comfort, right? So this is along the same logical train of thought as any serious protest. It's just at the end of the line, right? It is the final, most serious, most dedicated thing that you can do to show, you know, your support for for any cause.
1: Yeah. And, you know, to me, it's just it completely misses the point trying to write that off as being mentally ill when, you know, to be fair, two things can be true at the same time, but... There is not a chance that somebody who is, because I mean, listen, we all have got a little bit of the little bit of the tism, but um,
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: no, that, all I'm not. – have yeah, got of little of a little bit of anxiety. You know, yeah. like I have anxiety. I have OCD, and and I, I had depression in the past. But um, even with those things, like you said, I don't believe in anything strongly enough to go light myself on fire there's way more at play here than just something like mental illness even if he was truly like, he would have to be schizophrenic or manic depressive or something where he was either delusional or truly suicidal and none of those things seem to be the case here i'm not a doctor i don't know doctor things
2: I'm just a I, lowly, I've seen doctors on TV, so I'm I, confident I've seen, making yes,
1: my I've watched Dr. Pimple Popper, so <laughs> I would like to think that I have at least some expertise in this, but yeah, it's just, no, it's, just those... it's
2: just not, it's just not a thing that you see, um, unwell people do. Nah, son. It's not. It's you not, not, don't, you not don't in the don't see... context that he did it. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> With the articulation that he had. Bro, you know, what's and next? And, it's a,
2: and it makes perfect sense. Um, that you know, it's like okay, you're an anarchist, you believe this strongly, but you're also part of the government. You're you're in the air force, so like, what's the what's the most extreme thing you can do to separate yourself from the instruments of death that that are are so like eating away at your soul?
1: Self-immolation. <laughs> no, coming to DC. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> no.
2: Not the song, dude. Oh. <laughs>
1: Oh, I thought you were down to get musical on me with there.
2: <laughs> Self-immolation.
1: Self-immolation. Uh.
2: Be a hero to mankind. Hero.
1: Be all you can be. <laughs> anyway, when did this turn into? <laughs> I feel like we were a little serious there for a second. Something to be yeah. serious about. It was a serious topic now we're on, thing. trying to switch the mood a little bit. I definitely
2: because... don't I definitely don't recommend you guys go out and immolate yourselves. That's not what I'm saying. I have a lot of respect for the tradition of self-immolation and the people who do it and their dedication. I don't want any of this to be nobody does it as a hobby, yeah. I don't <laughs> I don't want any of this to be taken as like, if you go do this, I'll be proud of you. You know, I. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I don't even what think you to have get to at. say
1: that, but I appreciate you saying that on something where we are liable.
2: Yeah. Right. So please <laughs> don't please, do it. If you've made it this far, do not. My advice is that you do not go immolate yourself.
1: Yeah. There's somebody. Somebody right now just casually putting the gas can away.
2: Like oh, man, oh Well, I'm glad he said so something. Proud, I thought.
1: I'm glad he said that it wouldn't. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. You you do matter, but that was,
2: you do yeah. matter. Yeah, you matter. Man, you can make you changes matter. in this world. People love you.
1: Anyway, <laughs> I was I was ready to ramp up to the next topic, and then you brought it back, and I I'm not. I don't know how to transition now. What were you well, ramping up to? Uh, another very serious topic. Very, I don't know oh, if yeah. anyone is aware yeah. what's going we're gonna, on. We're gonna do what's across going the on. universe, but. Not in, the Beatles movie, not Creek. the fucking Beatles movie. <laughs> There's a war going on right now, <laughs> and
2: we're doing our duty. Yeah, so we're all uh, we're all very into Helldivers Divers too. Is what he's getting at.
1: <laughs> Andrew played for the first time the other night, and I was so excited to hear his experience.
2: I accidentally soloed one of the hardest missions, the hardest mission. So I don't yeah. know so easy, some, but it, some but backstory here.
1: There are there are if you spend any amount of time on the internet on TikTok on social media anything, you probably have heard of Hell Divers 2. and what it is is essentially Starship Troopers in video game form, but not the Starship Troopers game. It's a comically nationalistic, pro military, pro state type uh, propaganda satirical, yeah. 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 It's very it's very uh it's very akin to Starship Troopers. Citizen uh service guarantees citizenship. Yeah. And um
2: Very hell helldiver. What? Paul Verhoeven was the guy that made it. He did um uh, RoboCop in Starship Troopers the movie.
1: Oh, okay. Awesome. Awesome. Uh but it is extremely entertaining this game. Uh from the everything from the 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 mechanics of the firearms yeah. to oh, yeah. the fact yeah, that so it's a four-player <laughs> co-op game yeah. to the fact that it is like m- on a massive scale, uh, or everything feels like about, it at least.
2: Everything about the setting and the narrative is ironic, but the game is unironically very fun.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, they give you these little tips where they're... <laughs> If the enemy is trying to engage in diplomacy, shoot them. Like they, don't, they don't have. We, we don't have time for that. And the only good du- bug is a dead bug. <laughs> uh, it is. It's. It's a very good time. We've been playing it with friends. Uh, Andrew played it by himself, accidentally, but because I can't, I can't. It's a ton of fun, uh, and I,
2: I never have time to play when y'all are playing.
1: Yeah, pretty well. You decided to have a uh, make make have a baby factory over there, so
2: <laughs> just turning them out I'm left just pulling right. your
1: wife a baby factory. I'm, one, I'm sorry,
2: <laughs> one after the other,
1: just one after just popping them out. Um, so, uh, yeah, we might not see you for a while.
2: <laughs> well, I want to. Okay, so so if I, I feel I'm, like I'm, I'm, if I'll we stream not I,
1: I didn't know if we were supposed to
2: say that. Oh, it's okay.
1: Andrew's having a third kid.
2: <coughs> yeah, I'm having a third kid. Because
1: he's a glutton for punishment.
2: The first but one also was the hardest. pops out they adorable kids, they so can't I, I can't possibly see it. get harder than. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Bleep. <laughs> Boop. Beep. Uh, beep. Cut that out. Um. But yeah, we're gonna yeah, try to so... stream.
1: No, when you're gonna listen to this, it's gonna be after the fact. We're gonna try to stream on Wednesday. We asked, uh, did a poll on Facebook or Instagram. On MySpace yeah. to see if people would want to watch that, and it was overwhelmingly in favor of it. So n- yeah. none of us—I haven't streamed before. I have no idea what I'm doing, but it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. It's a lot of fun to watch. Social media has carried this game. They've invested in almost zero marketing, and it has become yeah. one of the most popular games on on PC and
2: PlayStation. So this is this is like an interesting thing. It's new for new for a better way to a is uh, video game streaming.
1: Yeah, but I've never big, done it before. It's a big market. Well, I can tell you I, I I don't have the the resources to do it at any scale, really. This is going to be like a well, you, occasional thing. You already thing. got most
2: of what you need. You just need some software uh yeah, that some does the screen
1: recording stuff, right?
2: Yeah, something something like that. It's like uh, I mean fucking I, I don't know. It, it yeah, it'll it'll like record your screen and you can also have it where it like puts your little fucking dumb little face in the corner. Uh, so people can see all yeah. your expressions as you're getting mutilated. I have a thing. Uh, I
1: have a, uh, I have a software that can do that. I just have to yeah, figure yeah, out how to use yeah. it for streaming.
2: Yeah, OBS. You need a Twitch account. I have OBS, a Twitch account, yeah, OBS.
1: But I don't have it under a Better Way Two A. I'll have to yeah, change yeah. my you, uh,
2: Well, yeah. I have yeah. I have a personal Twitch account too, but I'm gonna have to. I'll, I'll probably make a new one with the uh, Better Way Two A email. So that yeah, I, I have to change there my, to my other.
1: But, yeah. yes exactly exactly do
2: do some detective work and find my other accounts
1: <laughs> i think i have to change my well i'm probably going to change my steam handle because right now it's check the backseat and something if we're going to stream <laughs> something to be a little bit more relevant to a better way to a i have this weird default of picking kind of fucked up usernames when it comes to video games i don't know why why I just have a dark humor. I, like check the back seat. It's my first person. The first person to ask me about it was like, "Oh, like Zombie Land." I'm like, "No, don't leave your kid in the back seat." Like, what the fuck does that have to do with video games? I don't like. I don't know. That's the first thing that came to my head. Check the back seat. I have no idea. It's good but advice. Anyway, it's good it is advice. good advice. That's why cars tell you. If you're you to a do
2: tired it. parent and you're going to work, make sure you didn't bring your kid today. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Did we, did we talk about that on we the did. podcast yet? We did talk okay. about
1: this at one point. Yeah,
2: I'm not going to rehash it, but, okay. you know, just God God help you, poor souls who accidentally... Yeah,
1: no, it's kids. one of those things that it's. It, I think it depends on perspective, because I had never... I think everybody's first thought when they hear of that happening is, what it's a neglect. fucking idiot, neglect yeah, and a, stuff. But then you moron. realize these people are normal people and seem to have their shit r- relatively together and are just a victim of circumstance and yeah. poor sleep or whatever so that's why your really? screen
2: name is so important exactly people people are going to be you know checking their fucking social media feed their steam feed or whatever and they're going to be like check the back seat yeah <gasps> the back seat the back seat oh my god oh no <laughs> oh, johnny johnny just in time oh just my god He's almost dehydrated oh, completely
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god anyway yeah well me, like dad. before this my my xbox live gamer tag used to be fat people falling <laughs> Uh, not because I'm fat phobic or anything like that. No, but just that's I just a funny thing to say, dude. My wife and I used to watch fail videos online. We used to watch <laughs> fail army videos, <laughs> and there <laughs> are yes, entire comp- compilations of fat people falling.
2: Now, what was the what was there? The wouldn't skip? be
1: compilations of this if it wasn't funny.
2: Yeah, no, it's just so a it's, naturally funny thing. Yeah, and also it's not this, like as a fat guy who falls a lot because i I have dyspraxia,
1: so you know that's completely I, I have, yeah, that's completely separate. I would never. Yeah. Like if Andrew fell, I no, would. Dude, that's funny. Make sure you're okay. No, but it's I would laugh funny. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. But so this is the whole thing about growing and perspective and all that stuff. <laughs> I didn't think there was anything wrong with the gamertag because to me it is a completely unserious context. It's a sure. I'm playing Xbox and people are like fat people falling. What's that? Um, and so my wife's <laughs> one of my wife's friends, uh, who is a is a bigger lady. Um did she fall one time? No, my wife told her what my gamer tag was. No. <laughs> and she went really Jordan, really and I could tell it just wasn't as funny to her. Well, and because yeah. I care about her as a person, <laughs> I changed it.
2: And that's and that's the thing is like I I don't think there's anything wrong with like edgy humor like that, but then when you get no. the pushback, you know? Like yeah, I think you to have to be like, "Yep, fair." You know, yeah. yeah. Yep, and to be fair, some I people are overly sensitive. Yeah, but... some people are. Yeah, but but, but it, when like, a fat a... person who falls is like, I don't think it's funny. <laughs> you can be like, <laughs> just, you know, well, just a, a like, fat person disagree, who has a chronic falling problem.
1: <laughs> <But> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like if there was an issue, if somebody was overweight and fell a lot, I'd I'd, I'd I, and had a problem with it. I'd be like, yeah, I, I don't have a leg to stand on here.
2: Yeah, uh, like I have no defense for myself. Like I did yeah. this to be funny. I get it. I, have, I get I cannot... it. Cannot... Yeah, I get why you're mad.
1: However, if like there are plenty of people who white knight for others and yeah do it like do a skinny
2: so. dude who has like never left his two feet from the ground like fuck <laughs> off like wh- he what just, are you talking he about
1: he sits and walks from point <laughs> a to point b <laughs> yeah. without falling you have zero experience in this sunny sit down yeah <laughs> um fall down sit
2: down before you fall down
1: sit exactly
2: that's what my grandpa used to say really yeah, it's a it's because my my uh, grandma had some complex about like sounds ever like a relaxing thinly veiled threat. No, no. <laughs> she, so she would be like, she we we'd like go to my grandparents for dinner, and you know everything would be ready, everybody would be sitting ready to eat, but my grandma would be like putzing around in the kitchen pretending pretending to do work because she just wanted to like appear as though she was like not she wanted to always be the last one sitting, and she wanted it to be like you know doing stuff and. Uh, I don't know. And my my grandpa would have none of it. But he'd be like Margaret, sit down, sit down before you fall down, Margaret.
1: <laughs> I did, Grandma Margaret. Also, look at us. Look at us, just two two guys. I have a different, dog and you have a son Margaret, with the same right? name. Different Margaret. I different. I don't think we're right? actually probably not. Yeah, probably my not the same grandma never lived in Texas or oh, Arizona. Good, good. Yeah, good, good. Good. Not that I know, of. she came straight over from Scotland, moved to Connecticut. Oh, cool! Yeah, I love the Scots. Yeah, pretty the, cool. The best Those... of the United Kingdom, honestly. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about that one for a second. I was about to say something what controversial, say? Oh, uh, but only say? through ignorance, only from ignorance, not from uh, political. Uh, you were going to say something pro-British, were you? No, I was going to say, well, I, I like Irish people too, but. <laughs> and
2: I had to think about it and I was like no 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 no
1: shut up jordan um, yeah, that would
2: have that would have sparked some controversy for sure yeah was that, anyway, there, <laughs> somebody, we're pro, um,
1: we're pro unified ireland here
2: dave posted um a video with a map of of the of the uk that did not include ireland um you know on purpose as you do uh and the in, in the thumbnail was that was the map of of the uk Minus Northern Ireland, um, because, you know, unification, please. Uh, And some British person rolled up in the comments and said the most fucking British thing that could possibly have been said. He was like, I don't mean to be pedantic, but uh, you said that that, that's a map of Great Britain. You said United Kingdom, but didn't include North Ireland. (laughs) Like he led
1: himself to the
2: answer yeah. there and did
1: not <laughs> quite put it together. Like
2: these fucking people can't possibly comprehend that somebody might purposefully leave Northern Ireland off of the map because it shouldn't be a part of the United Kingdom. Like, what the hell's wrong with you people?
1: Fucking That's a mind. loaded question. Dental yeah. <laughs> issues, <laughs> There's a lot of answers one. to that question. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Zero. Dude, you ever notice there are all these like emergency medicine, all these ER shows that are based in 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 Britain? No, no dentistry shows.
2: <laughs>
1: None, <laughs> not a one. We've got Pimple Popper over here. We've got, we've got House. We've got like, you know, fictional and non-fictional. We've got. I'm sure we've got dental shows for for sure. We have dental shows. Not a one. Not a one from Britain. No, they don't do it. No, they don't do it. Maybe I don't know. We should ask Eddie about. We definitely asked Eddie about that. Eddie's our friend from. Uh, He's from a credit to his kind. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's in Ukraine right <laughs> he's now. He's one of the good ones. He's one of the. I feel good, like we he's asked him about. Brits. Yeah, he's one of the good Brits. I feel like we asked him about why why they have such fucked up teeth. He doesn't have fucked up teeth though. He's got normal teeth.
2: No, in full disclosure, guys, teeth in 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 Britain are fine. There's that's a, that's an old full that's disclosure. Old, they're not. That's an no. It's an no. old stereotype. People, unless you're the Queen or the King. No, there's there's good there's there is good dental care in in, in England as much as I'd like. Nobody gets it. Them, It's there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's optional, clearly.
2: Like I don't, I don't know why you're putting me in the position of defending. <laughs> I just want to hear Britain. you
1: defend Brits.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like. No, I, because I like this
1: that. is the thing. I'm, I'm putting you in a spot where you're like, okay, well, this is borderline body shaming now, and I have to say something, <laughs> yeah. even if it's against people that I don't like. Even though not all British people are the same, can't can't assume they're all the same and all the same
2: beliefs because we no, talk about nuance. Okay everyone's It's against British. But not a century. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking.
1: Oh my god. Anyway. Fucking, if you have a queen or a king, you deserve it anyway.
2: I uh, okay, no. hold on, hold on. My wife has something to say. What's going on? Absolutely not. Uh, not what? But stop being racist against British people. She says, Stop being We're not right. Ra- you can't just, be racist I against said British, not, British I people. Said I was joking. It's not okay to be racist against British people. Period. Period. It's not okay to be racist against British people. You
1: can't be racist against British people. Be- He's winking
2: at the camera. She, see it, at the- <laughs> she saw me winking. Oh no, Andrew! No, it's okay. I have British friends.
1: <laughs> I have one British friend. <laughs> oh man, I yeah, was I- being
2: I was being insensitive so loudly that my wife had to come over here mid recording and be like, "You need to stop that because you're going to corrupt our children."
1: That's so funny. Yeah, I. Uh... I've had to think about that, you know, because we right now, our biggest issue is just trying to avoid swearing in front of in front of our daughter. But I've thought about that. You know, yeah. I, I've got a couple spicy takes. Which ones should I expose her to? You <laughs> know, if any, if <laughs> any, really children you know? to
2: zero spicy takes, let them develop their own spicy takes 1st Yeah. do don't <laughs> don't force your spiciness on them.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean. It will be very difficult if she ever asks me a question specifically about claymores, not to reference them on Roombas, and then she'll ask why that's the case. And it's then gonna be have to ta- tell her. It's,
2: you know, so like my my son really likes Paw Patrol because my my mom has no class awareness and just like puts it on for him, <laughs> um, and uh, and so he's like he's talking about all the Paw Patrol guys, uh, including the the cop one, and I'm like, hey cap, hey cap, hey cab, don't say it to your kid, A-Cab. don't don't do Paw this, Patrol don't do this. <laughs> That's like, funny. <laughs> he's yeah. got he's got like little matchbox cars that are like cop cars and I'm like I want to throw them away.
1: I want to throw. <laughs> you can't you can't do that. Off. You got to let him see. <laughs> see his own person. I know, I know. And, I don't
2: want his you know, cuz I feel how I feel, but it's you know, a result of specific things. I can't I can't be like Yeah. I don't want him to grow up and be like cops are bad and then someone asks him why and he's like I don't know.
1: My dad said that.
2: Yeah, my Yeah, yeah but, I want him to know? learn from you know,
1: experience and not. and from the plenty of examples out there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just come to it. It's more authentic when he comes to it on his own. But then it's like, you know, everybody shares
1: these videos of cops doing good things. Like, oh, this cop saved a baby who was in a car accident. I just saw this video. A motorcyclist
2: uh,
1: hit a car at like 100 miles an hour. Yeah. The guy was in the car. The, the motorcyclist was in the car laying on the car seat dead and the baby in the car seat was not breathing. So,
2: so what had guy... happened was the, the motorcyclist came through the window, and his dead body landed on the baby and asphyxiated it. Oh, God. And oh, so the cop God. To, that's fucking... To, oh, it's horrible. You can see on the, on the body cam, you can see the, the cop yes, lift... the lift, guy had off. ...had to kind of like pry the guy off of him. Yeah. Yank
1: the baby out of the seat. And my point is, everybody came to the defense of this cop and used this as an example of, see, not all cops are bad. And my...
2: Response to that is even even why can't somebody probably do CPR on a baby?
1: Well, what if that was like... <laughs> any? What if that was a garbage man? Yeah, who happened to see the accident and knew CPR? What if that was what if that was a a a, a plumber on the way to work? Are you going to say no? Not all garbage men are bad. See this one. This one helped this kid. or not This yeah. plumber helped this kid. If it's you have weird, to say it's like, that, it's like by can't... using an example where like a person chose to save someone's life. Yeah. As as hey, see, not all of them are bad. I think you need to rethink your argument.
2: Yeah, I think so. Because this yeah. isn't a win. And like you can be like, hey, kudos to this guy for saving this baby for but sure. So the system of policing is broken.
1: Absolutely. Like, but if you show the basic, <laughs> the lowest level of humanity possible, whereas when able not allowing a baby to die, and that is your argument as to why this yeah these this profession is misrepresented because there are good ones, I hate to tell you, but that is a shit it's argument that's a low bar that's a pretty low bar anyway but
2: but also that being said separately,
1: yes you can be a cop work. and do good things separately
2: this this yeah, guy excellent work you know and, and there was there's some debate you know it's it's like so there's some debate over like whether the cpr was even necessary because it's like perhaps the baby was breathe would have breathed would have been breathing fine. He just needed to be repositioned. He just needed to be out from under the, the dead body, yada, yada, yada. Well, he
1: did take a pulse.
2: Yeah. He and took a somebody,
1: brachial post, pulse, yeah. which is not, not you know, you're supposed right, to do a right. carotid pulse for a baby. But,
2: but so it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, you could nitpick it all you want. But, I mean, the point is he got the baby out of there. Whether or not the CPR was necessary, he did it, and the baby came back.
1: Yeah, exactly. And babies, you know, this is this is the problem that everybody runs into. Not everybody. This is the problem with SIDS is that babies are exceptionally – the main cause for cardiac arrest in, in babies is uh, asphyxiation. Is, yeah. Is, is they, they stop breathing first, and then their heart stops. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, not the other way around, which is like adults. You know, you have a heart attack, and you stop breathing kind of thing. Um, so that is – generally speaking, if you find a baby and it is uh, – pulseless and and apneic like not breathing and no heart heartbeat usually doing compressions will get them to start breathing again
2: yeah for sure i just think i just think it's silly to like like nitpick every little detail and i'm like i'm like the most like anti-cop person you'll meet but But if i find a baby
1: and it doesn't have a heartbeat i'm not gonna be like well maybe it doesn't need compressions yeah maybe (laughs) it doesn't need cpr
2: yeah right like just do like anyone have any essential oils to rub on its feet like what did you want him to do? I I don't know. I mean, people yeah. I think people just get bent out of shape about stuff, as you know.
1: Oh, I I've, I've never experienced people
2: getting bent out of shape before.
1: <laughs> Everybody everybody's fair and
2: reasonable. Did you see the while we're on the subject of like wild accidents on the north north northern rescue page or whatever? Uh, did you Western see rescue? the one where the chick got like thrown out of the car and and her like maimed leg. Uh, got oh my god. the power, the power Yes. Line. Yeah, what the fuck is <laughs> that? Yeah. What the fuck is he even just, that? It's like photo of this like <laughs> misshapen oh. like human figure hanging from a power line and you're like clearly this person's dead. No, clearly, she was alive. She
1: was alive. She got flung out of a car, ejected out of a car, landed on a power line, electrocuted.
2: She the electricity cauterized uh, her wounds. the worst of her bleeding yes and she still the lost the leg she was but... the way that she was suspended the broken leg that she was so the the leg she was suspended from was the one she lost and the way that it was folded over the power line pinched the artery oh. <laughs> right Yeah. Because the bone was the bone was completely severed and so the weight of the leg on one side and the weight of her body on the other side pinched the artery so there was no bleeding oh my god I, she, well, she lost some blood, but... Yeah, a couple. <laughs> a yeah, couple of bloods. Lost, yeah, but, <laughs> she needed transfusions, but she was up But oh my God. Really? But oh my God. Yeah. I don't know, horror, man. Horror. Horror. Where are your I don't belts? know.
1: This is one of those things where you and I, I feel like, would have a funny conversation. Look, we've got the place for it, too. There was a comment that I saw that somebody said, thank God she was saved. Thank, like, all glory to be to God. Yeah. Somebody was like... <laughs> God threw her out of the fucking car and hung her up like a like like clothes on a clothesline,
2: <laughs> like on you know, the electro yeah. cable. I'm <laughs> or, not saying or that. Or God did none of that.
1: Or God did none of that. But yeah, <laughs> I you know I I do always find it funny when people who take the the road of God has a plan for everything. I'm like, where the fuck did that play into this?
2: Well, it's such an interesting philosophy, and this is a we can talk about John Brown for a second too, because John yeah, Brown let's was do a Calvinist.
1: Yes, um, I know. Yeah. Actually, I didn't tell you this, but I had somebody in our DMs after we posted something about John Brown say, I really appreciate you being consistent in the way that you promote stuff like this because John Brown was uh, religious and did this stuff kind of like as a glory to God thing. Like he's doing this because he believes uh, his faith dictated for him to do so. And this guy was like, I really appreciate you doing that, even though I know that you're not religious. And I was like, well, good people are good people, I feel like.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. But but it's it's one of those things where it's like so the the philosophy is that whatever whatever outcome I get was predetermined and it's what God wanted, right? So it's it's a way of telling yourself like I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do this and even if I fail, that was part of the plan and it's leading to something greater, which is a lot of comfort in uncertain times, right? Like it's not true. I agree with that. It's a crock of sure. shit. But <laughs>
1: no, but I agree. But, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. That if I believed that, I feel like it would put you me. Can, at you can ease. make
2: yourself do anything if you tell yourself that anything that happens was supposed to happen.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna have and, to use and in, that, and
2: and it works the other way around too, where it's like horrible things happened, right? And so you're trying to like parse the world. You're trying to understand. Like why this horrible thing happened, and you're like, well, there's a plan. I just can't see it, right? Yeah, it's it's much less comforting to think that there's no no one's at the wheel and the world is just chaos, you know. (laughs) And like, you know, there is no control, there is no plan, and we're just bouncing around until the end.
1: (laughs) Yeah, some days I feel like that. Like on a micro scale, I'm like, well, this day's gonna end when it ends. I have no fucking control over it whatsoever. Um, my,
2: my son, my youngest, is uh, at the, the doggy gate um, at my office door making cooing sounds at Millie. Is that what that noise is? Yeah,
1: can you hear it? It sounds like a bird. I thought it was a bird or a cat or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, are you cheesing?
1: <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah. Uh, So we've got girl dad stuff on our list also, speaking of your little chitlins. You're having a girl. We do. I'm we super are. fucking pumped. I'm super fucking pumped. Yeah. Dude, if you would have told me be girl dads years ago. Girl dads together. Like girl dad power or whatever. Girl dad. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. I'd be like, nah, you're full of shit. I didn't even know if I wanted kids years ago, like a couple years ago, before my daughter came along. Generally apathetic towards kids, talked about this. Now she's the best thing that ever fucking happened to me. Besides my wife, because my wife made that possible. But um
2: Damn. No, so much fun. What? <laughs> I said incidental, incidental.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm pumped for you, man. I think it's going to be a great time. You're going to be a great girl dad. Dude, I'm so ready for a fucking. I'm so ready are the, for the girl. So are the boys, boys mommy's boys oh or uh are they do they are they best friends at you?
2: Brandy, are the boys mommy's boys? Yeah. They're mommy boys. They are.
1: Well, yeah. get ready for a best friend.
2: I'm going to have I'm going to have a daddy's girl.
1: Yeah, because I'm the favorite, and uh, not to say she doesn't love my wife, obviously. Jordan, but
2: Jordan says he's the favorite.
1: Yeah, I I think with girls, typically the dad is the favorite, and vice versa for boys. Yeah, at least when they're young, like that.
2: Yeah, Freud had but, some really messed up uh, reasoning for it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't necessarily <laughs> take that into Freud needed,
2: Freud needed help. Freud needed more help yeah. than anyone could give him.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's certainly that he was going to get from himself. But that's right it's gonna be great you're, you're gonna love it i think I'm they're so stoked. dude there is when she grabs my fingers like she grabs my finger to hold on hold my hand i fucking melt that's it you're done Yep, Done-zo. Done. i totally i'm like yeah i would kill anybody i would kill anybody <laughs> that's,
2: what, that's what it is for you
1: yep i would kill anybody anybody i'll <laughs> kill, kill anyone, anyone this you ask thing. me to child yeah i will just just point just point <laughs> anything to make you happy and make sure you're safe for sure. That's what, I don't you know, know,
2: I don't know if I would say that to my son because he would, uh, I think he it. would take me up on that.
1: Yeah. He'd, he'd start doing like Roman emperor execution. Like he would yeah. just point at somebody and give them a thumbs down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, yeah. you're, you're joking, but
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, to come full circle here, cause we started talking about this. We started talking this episode about, uh, drama on the internet and whatnot. And um, it is wild how, because I'm a people pleaser. I I try to put people's needs in front of my own constantly. And I I want to be liked. I want to be accepted, yada, yada, yada. This has been something I've struggled with for years. And it is amazing that now having a daughter, how little I care about other people's opinions of me.
2: Yeah, because I mean, a kid in general. Love.
1: Yeah, bro. It is that's
2: what they before you before you screw it up. That's what you experience from them.
1: Yeah, I'm really trying not <laughs> to screw it up. I know yeah. I'm gonna fuck it up one day. It's just gonna happen inadvertently. But no,
2: I think it's I think it's I think it's hard to to mess up kids' unconditional love for their parents. I think you have to. Yeah. I think that you have to make a lot of mistakes for that. I don't think yeah. that you can just mess up one time. Well,
1: yeah. No, I agree with you. I um. Well. You know, I know one day I'm gonna disappoint
2: Yeah, but that's different.
1: Yeah, and that's I know, I know. But it's funny, you know. That's my one mom of disappoints
2: that... me all the time, but I still.
1: <laughs> oh, same. Let's go. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> Good thing she doesn't listen to this. Yeah. Um. Anyway, your mom is still a Patreon supporter. I'm pretty sure. Yes, please continue giving money to the uh, to the war effort. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm super pumped for you to have a girl. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Oh, but I'm so ready. I'm so ready. Another boy, and I, I would have just I think
2: I would've just dropped dead.
1: <laughs> well, then you leave they're your su- wife as a single mother. God, they're so hard. Like a selfish piece of I shit. I love
2: these kids so much.
1: It's fun. It's a real story. It's fun, right? It's a good fun. time. It's
2: so much It's so much it's so much more fun. fun than I can handle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, yeah, it's so much fun. I can't fucking stand it. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, we're in a we're in a period right now where I I'm going to work later, and when I say yes to working overtime, I immediately feel bad because it means I'm not going to get to see her tonight. Yeah, and uh-huh. I immediately look forward to tomorrow be, to being able to see her before she leaves for daycare. And same thing with my wife. I like look forward to seeing both of them every day. But every goddamn day. Some days when we went to Vegas, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> no wife, no kids.
2: Just sad, lonely, <laughs> boys. Sad, sad,
1: lonely dads yeah. hanging out on the couch, watching videos oh, yeah. of YouTube videos of vice
2: vice restoration. It definitely was like there was like a point halfway through. Where I was like, I want to go home. Yeah, I, wanna oh, go I home. think that's
1: normal. It means you love your family. Yeah, I had that. I had that as soon as I left. Honestly, I was like, I can't. I was talking to my wife in the airport and I was I was hearing the the chitlin, the nugget in the background and I felt, sad that I, dr- I felt I wish, sad that I was I was flying farther away.
2: I wish that I had gotten up early and gone to the airport with you so I could have gotten an earlier flight. I went with uh, Josh instead, and I wasn't able to get... Uh, I had to I had to take the flight that I booked.
1: Ah, uh, gotcha. Well, to be fair, yeah, I was so fucking out of it when I left there. I was so sick. Yeah. <laughs> the shot, yeah, shot got, show cred, I was got, so yeah. fucking sick, and then I flew to Oakland and got my sister sick.
2: Because <laughs> I was that was on the
1: itinerary, but yeah, sorry, right, Rachel. We got to wrap this
2: up. And, all right, uh, I got to go pick up uh... your son. right as, as soon as all I right. said that, my wife uh, opened the door and tapped the watch. <laughs> you try recording a podcast. <laughs> you try to do it. <laughs> That's right.
1: You can't because you don't have a microphone. <laughs> I love you.
2: I, didn't what you said. I know. I know.
1: She'll hear it later. I'll have to bleep out her name. Anyway. She
2: says, I don't listen to you. <laughs> of course you don't. That's why we <laughs>
1: we can talk shit. Just men talking about men and their balls. <laughs> Just... We talk about All we Zin. Talk about Is, is that balls, what the kids talk man. about now, Zin? They talk about Zin, <laughs> Zin memes? Yeah.
2: Wives. Great. All right.
1: Have a good day, man. <laughs> Enjoy the time with lovely family. I will. I'm going to go there. I'm going to make money, make money, and have. pay some bills with it. I still have to buy a kit for fucking woodland brutality, man. Anyway,
2: I can bring, well, you, I can bring you something. I can bring you something. I'll you show you what I, I have. I want to be my own man. It's okay. I want to be my own
1: man. You can be my man. I'll be your man. I am your man. You're my oh, man. Oh, who's
2: doing the who's doing the life advice?
1: Oh, fuck, uh, you. Unless you did it last time. I don't know.
2: I got something. Oh, okay. Go, go ahead.
1: Make time for yourself, Andrew. <laughs> when possible. <laughs> make time for When yourself. possible.
2: Is this is this really for me, or are you saying this, this, is, you for this is for everybody? This is
1: for everybody. When you feel... Yeah, I want you to play Helldivers with me, for sure. <laughs>
2: yeah, like, like, if like, your life need to feels out of fucking control... Me.
1: Listen, like everybody's life gets is, is is different levels of chaotic at different points in their life, and it is incredibly difficult to keep yourself in mind when you're in the middle of this. It feels like you're in a fucking war zone. It's true. Are you okay? I thought you're getting pulled away, like immediately.
2: No, you just leave in the middle of here. It's literally yeah. It's just just I, <laughs> I thought you were just, just gonna exit.
1: <laughs> oh man, it is. I have to schedule time to to do nothing and it sounds so silly but otherwise i fill it up with errands and projects and tasks constantly and before you know it you you haven't had a fucking break it doesn't matter if it's at midnight it doesn't matter like you and i were talking about that before it doesn't matter if it's at midnight early in the morning i saw a video a couple weeks ago where these parents were like we have date mornings we before the kids wake up we wake up at 4 a.m when we work out, uh, we have
2: breakfast together. and Carly, Sometimes I'm going to bed at 4 in the my, morning. Dude,
1: my wife was like, would you want to do this? And I was like, fuck no. I
2: want <laughs> to sleep as long as
1: possible. What are you talking about? No, fuck that. Dude. But uh, make, time, make time for yourself occasionally. It doesn't have to be once a week. It doesn't have to be once a month. But it is important, if not, to just take a step back and rein in your mental health. It's if not if if only just for a mental health check, fucking do it. Make time for yourself. Whether it's doing nothing, reading a book, playing a video game for 20 minutes, just time that is for you. You have to go sit on the toilet and lock the door for 20 minutes and play Farm Simulator on your phone.
2: If that works, you can do that.
1: I don't. I don't do it. Uh, like yeah. I have a job that allows me to have time away from family. So when I when I can be with them, I want to. Be. Make time for yourself. Take your I take will. Your help I will. Consideration, Andrew. Please. I'll put, I'll We're, put, all We're all worried about you. We're all worried. You have not. You have not helped spread democracy with us once. The bug menace grows stronger.
2: We'll get there.
1: Yep, we'll get there. I'll see you on the level in Creek Creek. Can't I can't, make it. I can't make it. Not a level on the level on. Move level along. Anyway, along. go hang out with your family.
2: Bye, 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 bye. I love me. you. Bye, love, love you. Love you, you. Bye. Search. Say it back. Say it back. Love you. Love, love you. you. Love you too. Love, love you. you. Bye. Love you. Bye.